0: Joe Pagg's show. To talk to Joe, call 888 941 pags And now, it's Joe Pagg's.
1: Hi, right, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on. There's a lot to get to. Bottom of this hour will be campusreform.org. We've always got a young reporter come on from uh, Campus Reform. And uh, today, Alyssa Jones will tell us what's going on on campus. She's got four stories going to make your face hurt. It's my job, I think, to make your face hurt. But it, really, I want to expose the nuttiness that's happening on college and university campuses. Many of them are subsidized by the taxpayers. Uh, if you don't know what's going on, and then you're wondering why the world's so woke, and why people think the way they think, and why college kids are leaving the institution and not getting a good job and not doing well in the workplace, we try to expose that here for you on Thursday, so make sure you stick around for that. Again, it is a Thursday. Campus Reform, out of the hour. Gonna make you mad. Let's go. Seems I got to have a change of scene. Every night I have. Carries out today, Polo
0: said. Sam, get it done. In prison, by the way. Do do do. It could have been. Do do do. This is from here the movie Duets. My that so I've never seen. Polo saw
1: the movie, said it was okay. I got to leave before I. Stop to scream. Uh-huh. Oh someone let's locked go. the door and took the key. You alright? Uh-huh. uh-huh. I'm not feeling new good myself, no. Come on, man, let's harmonize. Let's get that note this time. Yes, sir. You're feeling alright. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm not feeling too, too good. good. Let's go bring it like it's been broadened until we do on a Thursday. Again, Friday's almost here. The weekend's almost here. Hopefully you're getting it done and having a good one. And I hope that you don't mind my exposing the left for who they actually are. Now, one thing that I've noticed with this administration is nobody knows what they're doing. And, And I mean that. Even those who think they know what they're doing, who are running the joint, like probably Ron Klain, the chief of staff, probably Jill Biden is in on it. Otherwise, why put this guy through this? And the guy clearly has some sort of a mental cognitive issue. People like um, Obama, who thinks he knows what he's doing, they've got a very different vision of America than we do. And by we, I mean everybody who's watching and listening of every ancestry, background, religion, um, race, doesn't matter. We have a different vision of the land of opportunity. We have a different vision of uh, of freedom and liberty than I think they have in Washington, D.C. and those who are occupying the White House are the biggest ones who are failing. One of the first things you do when you start your transition into becoming president is you set your cabinet. And I mentioned some of these people yesterday. Jennifer Granholm was the governor of the great state of um, of Michigan, and she was horrible. Now, she, I thought she was a pretty good attorney general, I'll be honest with you. I was on television in Lansing, Michigan in 2001 when 9-11 happened, and she came in. We talked about people that were trying to... You know, price gouge uh, of stuff and people who were raising gas prices for no reason because of the attack of 9-11. And I thought that she did, at least on, on the surface, on paper, she appeared to do a pretty good job as the attorney general. Then somehow she became the governor. Now, when I was there, it was John Engler was the governor, the Republican who actually there was a budget surplus. He did so well. Plus, he was a, a real conservative guy who said, listen, if you want welfare, fine. There's going to be a drug test. And uh, the left freaks out. I don't know why the left always freaks out about things like this. Because if you drug test people who need, who need welfare or Medicaid or Medicare or whatever, or Medicaid. If you drug test them and they're on drugs, that means they're spending money on drugs. And if you have money for drugs, then you don't need my money for food stamps or for Medicaid or for welfare, which is just a, a, a free check in the mail. I thought that was smart. It disincentivized people from fraudulently asking for benefits. It disincentivized people from being on drugs if they needed benefits. It was a win-win. Plus, they had a a surplus in the state. She was a horrible governor. Horrible governor. The fact that, listen, I love you. Love, girl, love. I love you, Michigan. But sorry, you did it again with Whitmer. I don't know what the hell you were thinking. It doesn't mean he said, well, Bill Schuette wasn't a great candidate. I don't care. A not great conservative is a whole lot better than a perfect Democrat or liberal. And you're finding that out. You've been been under tyrannical rule now since she took over. I pray to God something better happens this November. But I digress. So Jennifer Granholm is now the Energy Secretary for the United States of America. Knows nothing about energy. Is not from an energy-rich state. In fact, she's from Canada, I believe. Um, But she's the Energy Secretary. Pete Buttigieg, who was a failure as the the South Bend, Indiana... Mayor, who by the way is gay, you have to mention he's got a husband, and they adopted a couple of babies, and I believe there's a picture of him with some, I don't know, breastfeeding simulator or something. Sam, have you seen this
2: picture? No, I have not.
1: Please look it up. Pete Buttigieg. He's got this harness on where he's simulating having breasts, and the, and the children are, are breastfeeding off of Pete Buttigieg. Now... He, for some reason, is the transportation secretary. Sam, did the picture come up? No Um, or or yes?
2: I I really thought this was Photoshop.
1: But it's not, I don't think. I think this is real. Remember, he took two months off for paternity leave when they adopted the kids.
2: Are you talking about the one where he's wearing this harness on his chest? Yes, That is Photoshopped.
1: If you say so, I don't know. You're the, you're, listen, you're the photographer. If you say so, look into a little bit know, more,
2: shop.
1: look into a little bit more. There might be one that's not, maybe you're seeing a different one. Either way, the guy's the transportation secretary for no reason. And when we had our biggest transportation problem with the supply chain, he was off on paternity leave because he and his husband adopted twins and no, nobody left said anything. He, he wasn't solving any problems. We just didn't know where he was was just gone and then when he comes back and you say hey the gas prices are through the roof his answer will just buy an ev and you know you know you're one of the cool kids if you're saying ev i say electric vehicle but he's one of the cool kids if he says ev sam is it definitely that's the fake one is there a real yes. one
2: there is a real one but it's not of him
1: who is it his husband
2: no it's some um, somebody else showing a, okay yeah
1: Now, I don't know this to be a fact, but I wouldn't be surprised if Pete Buttigieg does have one of these harnesses. I'm going to put it out there. But again, he knows nothing about transportation. And then you've got somebody who's the Interior Secretary. Her name is Deb Holland. Now, it's spelled H-A-A-L-A-N-D, so it might be Holland. I don't know. I have no idea how she says her name. But this is from C-SPAN. She's sitting in front of a congressional committee explaining the budget that allegedly Biden's asking for it. I don't think Biden's asking for anything. I think that it's probably somebody else asking for it, but it's Biden's administration asking for this budget from the Department of the Interior. We had the Interior Department um, secretary on under Trump. I can't even think of the guy's name now. But uh, it was all about you know um, taking care of our, our ecology. It was about uh, parks and stuff, and it was about you know, the natural beauty of our country geographically. And this person, Deb Holland, is in front. And again, it's H A A L A N D. Polo, how would you pronounce that? H A A L A N D. Hollando? Well, there's no O at the end of it. It's H A A L A N D. Two A's in a row. How do you pronounce I don't know. Holland? Maybe, yeah. Sam?
2: I would say Haland.
1: Would you, uh, would you order me one of those harnesses? I already did. Thank you. Appreciate that. Birthday's coming up. So
2: yes, it is. De-
1: Deb Haaland, the Interior Secretary, is just saying nothing as she's in front of this committee. Now, if you're watching it, and if you're not watching it, go right now to JoePags.com. Click on Watch Now. If you're watching it, you can't see the person, but you start to see somebody handing her notes. And then they're like furiously handing her notes because she's not saying anything that's correct or anything that's like, I don't know, that's a congruent sentence. It's very strange.
3: Okay, not only about creating jobs, but cleaning up their environment so the pollution uh, doesn't cause health problems and so forth. Um, I appreciate that uh, comment, and um, we, we're we happy First to note comes in. Um, Here it speak is. with you. Um, she reads it? We're happy to uh, speak more with you about this issue. Um, Comes another and, note. of course, um, oh, oh, they follow just ripped off another, the lead. Another um, the department um, is requesting $65 million um, <laughs> in the OS talking.
1: to address. What are we watching here? Are you, are you watching this? She's sitting there. She is the Secretary of the Interior for the United States of America under President Joe Biden. She's not saying anything. And there's some lackey off-camera who hands her one note. She takes it, reads it, says a few words off of it, and then she's lost again. The person Now you hear the person rip the paper out of the notebook and put it up there. Sam, am I misrepresenting this? Did you watch what just happened?
2: I am watching it. I, I don't even know what this woman is talking about. And all I can see in in the little side edge is this hand flipping this paper <laughs> down on the desk. Like, <laughs>
1: what, what, what are we talking about here? And then she grabs it and then she reads it. This is somebody who is a high-paid cabinet position person who is the interior secretary who I guess we just said okay to. And I don't know if she had to go through a, a Senate approval or not or confirmation or not. But this, what are we talking about here?
3: Okay, not only about creating jobs, but cleaning up their environment so the pollution uh, doesn't cause health problems and so forth. Um, I appreciate that uh, comment and- um, She appreciates the comment. We, we're happy to here's a um, note. speak with you. Um, Read
1: some stops. We're happy
3: to uh, speak more with you about this issue. Um, oh, here's another course, one. Um,
1: it, oh, of course, follow look at that.
3: the lead, um, the department um, is requesting 65 million um, in the OS to address these hard rock mines. So,
1: I mean, this is, this is it's really not funny, but it's funny because obviously she didn't say how much they were they were requesting, and the person writes it down and then she reads it off the paper. What, what are we looking at here? Biden can't get through a sentence. He can't stick to teleprompter. When he goes off a teleprompter, he whispers weird or he yells at you about people want the boat. He's just he's he's gone. But you would think he he hired somebody who's going to at least be smart enough to bring in people who know about what they're talking about. Now, I'm going to brag a little bit here. And I'm not saying that you like what I do for three hours a day. But for three hours a day, I don't have a script. I just talk because I know what I'm talking about. I know what I want to talk about. I know what issues I want to hit. I know what songs I want to sing. I know know, how I want to respond to those who are calling in. How can somebody for 39 seconds sitting in front of a committee of Congress asking for $65 million, not know what the hell she's doing there. How is that possible? I am not some rocket scientist. I'm a guy who knows the topics that I'm talking about. Why doesn't she know the topic she's going to talk about for one minute? Nobody's asking her to sit there for three hours and just talk. I've had shows where nobody called in and didn't have any guests. They just talked for three hours. It is not really that hard if you know the issues that you want to talk about, if you know the subject matter. It doesn't have to be on talk radio or in front of the Congress. It could be having dinner with your friends. Nobody talks like this unless they have no clue whatsoever what the hell it is they're, they're trying to get out. She didn't know why she was there. She didn't know how much money she was asking for. She has some lackey who's probably getting paid nothing uh, or maybe a small intern salary who, who is giving her notes that they're frantically ripping out of a notebook. We're paying this lady. 888 pags 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Your thoughts when we come back.
0: This is the Joe Pags Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify.
1: Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a ton going on. Do appreciate you. The Joe Pag show. Your calls are certainly um, welcome. We could talk about Cloward and Piven. We could talk about how inept this entire administration seems to be. They don't say, listen, I'll throw this one in there too. Jen Psaki was horrible, but she was a very good liar. But horrible because of the lies she was telling. Horrible because of the coverage she was giving this president who was inept. Now she's left to go to MSNBC. Basically, she did her job interview as the press secretary at the White House. She goes to MSNBC, going to be making big bucks. And now this Corinne Jean-Pierre is is the press secretary. And her first day, it was all about me, 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 I, 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 that she's black and gay and, and and immigrant and blah, blah, blah. And none of that matters. What matters is, are you giving the American people the information we need from the White House, from the president, from the administration? And her answers so far have been horrendous. She is very, very bad at the job. Now, keep in mind, she made her bones by going on MSNBC and CNBC and whatever else and just saying how, how Republicans and Fox News are all racist. That's it. That got her the, the traction that, that ended up getting her the job. But so far, and maybe she'll turn the corner tomorrow or something, but so far seems to be completely inept. At the job just watch her answers a lot of ums a lot of pauses a lot of uh well you know um right a lot of these it just the entire flow of it look the job is to communicate and Jen Saki's a liar but she at least could get a sentence out and and say it all in one now maybe that was worse because you know then it didn't seem as much of a lie I don't know oh Sam did you happen to stop on my TikTok today Same as uh, screening phone calls. So on TikTok today, I thought I would get one that would go viral. So the topic I chose was the Johnny Depp-Amber Heard trial. Paula, we talked about this. People are interested in this sucker, right? Yes. So I go there, and I put this up on... uh, Sam, are you listening? Yes, I am. Because you were screening calls a second ago. Did you go to my TikTok today? Did you see the TikTok about Amber Heard?
2: I am on your TikTok, but I did not see any earlier. I see that some of them went a little viral, though.
1: Some do, you know, Some you get a little traction on some of those. So I go on there. Your mother mentioned that, um, some analyst keeps, keeps calling her Amber turd.
2: Oh my gosh. Really?
1: Okay. So, so I, I go on TikTok thinking this is going to go viral, right? That makes sense. Right. Paulo? I mean, it, you know, you talk about, you call her that. I'm assuming you got blocked. No, no, I didn't. I, it's, but it's only, it's only got like 4,000 views, which is crazy. Um, So I said, can you imagine one day you're that lady from Aquaman, the next day you're Amber Turd? And I just started laughing. You know what I mean, Sam? (laughs) Come on. Come on.
2: That that one should... I
1: thought that would get two million views.
2: It still might. How
1: does that not have two million views? Polo, come on, that's funny. Uh, Come on, dude. I, I mean... I'm going pop culture. I'm going the big trial that everybody's talking about. I'm going with a viral topic and hashtag and nothing, dude. I mean, if you would have tied in the fact that she played this character who was in the water and now she's something else that could be floating in the water, I could see that how that could be funny. I'll have you write my TikToks from now on. <laughs> Come on, Amber Turd is funny. Yeah, I mean, catch chat. Just, watch, watch the video feed. Sam, Amber, Ember Turd's funny
2: hilarious <laughs> I, I, you know what i mean i mean it's just so simple it's so I mean, straight to the point it
1: was a five second thing it should have gone nuts yeah i mean if you, i'm telling you if you would have had a picture of her in aquaman and then a picture of her in aquaman 2 and it was like the scene from caddyshack that would have been funny okay like, you know right, well maybe i should have been more elaborate like that maybe you're right yeah it, it's just me laughing saying it returned <laughs> come on sam that, that should have gone crazy no
2: It is hilarious, but we're also five years old, so. that's
1: true. Now, for those who don't know, Sam is my daughter, and uh, we just think everything that's a body function is hilarious, but Polo also does, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. You don't think this is?
0: No,
2: I I, I think it was a definite dad joke.
1: I'm a dad. What am I supposed to do? Little boy jokes? No, well, I'm just saying, I mean,
2: mean, isn't TikTok supposed to be, like,
1: cool or whatever? (sighs) Okay, so I wasn't cool enough. You, You know which video went nuts, though, today? That's got a lot of views. Is the one where I read what's in SB seventy seven ninety? Like really? That's got like forty or fifty thousand views, and the Amber Turd one, funny, got like four thousand. I don't understand it. I can't. I'll be honest with you, I can't figure it out. But if you're on the TikToks, stop by and look up at Joe Pags and go view the Amber Turd one. It's hilarious. People are stupid. Stupid. All right, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Uh, again, stop by the, by the website. You'll see all the social media. Greg, uh, can you do it in 10 seconds or not? Go. Yeah, Deb Howland was hired because she's a Native American, the same as uh, the other woman that's a tree spiker that was hired for the BLM, uh, not Black Lives Matter, but the Bureau of Land Management, right. and uh, the same as Pete booted judge was hired because he's gay the whole administration wants everybody to be something Gotcha that's way more than 10 seconds but I hear what you're saying keep it here for campus reform
0: This is the Joe Pack show
1: Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have another young reporter from campusreform.org. She's been on the, the program before. Alyssa Jones is back. Alyssa, how are you? Good to see you. I'm good. Thank you.
4: How are you? How are
1: you? I'm doing very well. I appreciate you asking. Uh, last time we had John it was dynamite. I think it's September of last year. And uh, I've been watching some of your work on campus reform. You do a very good job. I appreciate all the stories at campusreform.org. I go there every day to check out the young uh, the young people like you and your your fellow correspondents out there really doing the work of real journalism, which is hard to find in these in this day and age. Do you ever talk with your your uh, compatriots there at campus reform about how non-journalistic the big alleged journalism system is in this country?
4: Oh, absolutely. A lot of us correspondents are actually really good friends, and we talk about a lot of issues within journalism, within politics, and just within pop culture a lot. So yes, it is a topic that comes up often.
1: Now, I asked you before we started today um, what what the hot topic was on campus. Is it roe v wade is it elon musk in and twitter and you said well really none of the above uh for some reason they're not talking about the hot button issues on campus is there some legal deal going on that they're not talking about stuff
4: yes speech first has filed a lawsuit against virginia tech and that is currently being litigated um so i can't speak much on it I i don't know exactly what's happening right now but right. Virginia Tech has gone pretty quiet since that lawsuit was filed, so I absolutely believe that that has something to do with the current climate on campus.
1: You also said something that was amazing. Before I get to the next thing, uh, you're a junior, and you're, you're studying 18 different topics. Is that the deal?
4: Uh, yes. I am pursuing a dual degree in criminology and national security and foreign affairs, with a third major in sociology as a conservative. it's a long story behind that one. Yeah. And I Um, two minors in peace studies and more in society.
1: So when you're studying uh, those sorts of things, I immediately think she wants to be DHS. She wants to be in the government. Well, maybe she wants to be a psychologist. What do you want to be?
4: That's a really good question that I do not have the answer to. I have a lot of interest, but as I've learned more about national security, I've realized that Working in the government probably isn't something that I am interested in. However, um, I do work for the Leadership Institute, um, as well as being a campus correspondent for the Leadership Institute's campus reform, and I'm really enjoying my position there.
1: And I think you do a very good job when you're out there reporting stories. So you've got a, a, a breadth, a gamut of things that you can go and do after you get out. And you know what? There's no rush. You don't have to decide today. And I can appreciate uh, you putting the hard work in It's Alyssa Jones, Alyssa, let's get into the stories that are happening right now. By the way, which um, social media should we push? Is there one that you want to put out there?
4: Um, basically all of my social media is Jones Alyssa N.
1: So, so Jones, A-L-Y-S-S-A, and then the letter N. Yes, sir. Perfect. Okay, let's get into the stories. University of Wisconsin postpones free speech survey. What was the survey about? Why, why are they postponing it? What's going on here?
4: The University of Wisconsin system decided that they wanted to publish a student's perceptions of campus free speech, viewpoint diversity, and self-censorship survey that's very similar to a survey that... Governor DeSantis has mandated in Florida. However, this survey was supposed to go out this semester, but because the chancellor thought that it was too controversial, it's being postponed until the fall. But you would think that because it's a survey about free speech, political divisiveness is to be expected. The University of Wisconsin has come over or come under a lot of scrutiny because of their infringements on the First Amendment. And now they're terrified that people are going to realize
1: just how bad it is on their campus it's kind of startling to me because it's university of wisconsin which means it's taxpayer subsidized uh which means the government can't restrict your free speech your first amendment rights which means this should be a no-brainer and he's actually afraid that it's too controversial Uh, Alyssa, do you know why the first amendment has ever become controversial the first amendment actually was put in place to protect speech that we don't like i mean that's really what it's about
4: Yes, but you can't explain that to the campus left. They simply want to control the minds of students and indoctrinate them into believing that their ideas are the only way. There's a complete lack of viewpoint diversity, although they advocate for any other kind of diversity. And this school honestly postponed the free speech survey because they were afraid of the bad press. However, the press they're getting from postponing the survey is way worse than they probably could have imagined it would have been if they had just posted the survey.
1: And, and it's just that simple. The, the survey in and of itself is not controversial. They were afraid of what the survey results would be. That's why you postponed the survey. It's Alyssa Jones. Go and follow her on all the social media. It's Jones Alyssa N. Uh, go and do that. Also follow what she does on CampusReform.org. New White Student Accountability Group is part of a nationwide trend. What the hell is a White Student Accountability Group, Alyssa? A White
4: Student Accountability Group is basically a team that tells white people that just because they're white, even if they've never done anything racist at all, that they are part of a battle in society that is the oppressed versus the oppressor. and this white student accountability group claims to be anti-racist however they seem to be targeting white students and the university of south carolina is actually overwhelmingly conservative with twice as many registered republicans as democrats at their school so i see this as targeting conservative and white students on their campus
1: do they really not understand that as they're going after white people specifically in, in the in the guise of it's anti-racist it's legitimately racist it is easy to explain how racist it's certifiably racist to say this group of people because of their race have this problem is the that's actually the definition they don't know that
4: I believe that they do know that, but they're not going to care because they cater to big diversity, a multi-billion dollar industry of teaching college students that the world is racist and that they're either oppressed or oppressors and that they are inherently part of the problem on either side. And this is what is funding their universities. This is what is bringing money in. I really don't think that they care about the logical argument because they are getting billions of dollars from this.
1: So it's about money. It's not really about fixing anything. Because, uh, by the way, we fought the Civil War 150 years ago, and the Civil Rights Act of 1964 has is over 50 years ago, almost 60. So they really don't have a leg to stand on other than, holy mackerel, if we say people of this race are racist, then a bunch of money will come in because people want to get rid of their guilt by, by paying for it. This is really about money. Yes,
4: absolutely. Absolutely. They just want to reinforce the idea of white guilt and white saviorism so that they can bring in more money for their universities, indoctrinate the students however they want, then send them out into the world to do the exact same thing that the administrators were doing to them. They wow. want this to become a large scale trend beyond college. Um, even now, there are workplaces that are starting these white accountability groups um to attack their coworkers.
1: amazing it's simply amazing I'm glad you guys are exposing this it's Alyssa Jones you can follow her Jones and then Alyssa is spelled a-l-y-s-s-a and then the letter n at the end Jones Alyssa n on uh most of the social media let's go to university will not let students graduate without passing a DEI course now I of course have I, I use information in my business I try to know as much as I can about as much as I can I've never heard of DEI what is that
4: DEI stands for Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion, some of Mm -hmm. the last favorite words, and Illinois State University decided that they're going to implement a new course as a graduation requirement called IDEAS or inclusion, diversity, equity, and access in U.S. society. So basically, this is going to be Indoctrination 101. I had to take a module very similar to what um, ISU is going to be implementing, where I had to um, complete a course, I believe, within my first two weeks at Virginia Tech, that just taught me how not to be racist. It really wasn't that bad because this was back in 2019, before the world got politically divisive, but now... They're pouring $4.5 million into this program and students aren't going to be taught real world skills. They're just going to be taught that the world is racist and there's something wrong with them. If they are white, straight, male, anything that is considered to be a majority status.
1: Diversity, equity, and inclusion. That's what it stands for. Correct. Do they not not know that we have laws in the books in this country that force equal opportunity, not equity. Equity is fake. That's, that's the equality of outcome. Equity is not the American way. It's not the American dream. It's, so this is the land of opportunity, not the land of equity. Do they really not know that? Or is this, again, about, about money? And if you've got enough money, you can force anybody to do any course you want.
4: Again, it is about money. Diversity, equity, inclusion, these are no longer concepts. It's, as I said before, it's a multi-billion dollar industry that is strategically marketed on America's college campuses, diversity sells. People feel like they are doing something good for other people when they try to be anti-racist, when they try to be anti-sexist or against homophobia, basically anything the left stands for. If you claim that you are with that, that's going to make you feel good because they make you feel like you are doing something great for society. And colleges have really convinced our generation that a commitment to diversity, no matter if you've never done anything wrong or anything against another person in your life, is essential. But this isn't true diversity, and we know that. In America, diversity based on demographics is nowhere near as important as viewpoint diversity and the freedom of thought. And this is being stripped away from students on college campuses. If you want to believe that if you're white, you're racist, and if you're black, you're an oppressor, all you're doing is harming yourselves and holding yourself back. The best success that you can possibly achieve in this nation is success based on your own merit. And colleges don't want this anymore.
1: Well, colleges do want it, but only in the sports teams. If you think about it, the college is not going to have equity and, and diversity and inclusion on their sports teams. They want the best players, and if the best players are 80 percent of the team is black, that's fine. Uh, if the best players are are 50 percent are Hispanic, that's fine. Um, and, and there's no real need to go through and say, well, what are the percentages as compared to to the to the community? That doesn't matter because meritocracy does work It makes you it makes you successful. So doing this is, as you said, not making for productive members of society, not setting them up for meritocracy, which they're going to face in the workplace. It's actually brainwashing them. So so at, at the end of the day, when you've got money coming in that funds this brainwashing, it's going to sound pretty bold, but I think a lot of people should reconsider going to college or university until they know that it truly is a fair playing field. They are making it unfair, even though we've got laws in this country that make sure that they can't take opportunity away from somebody because of their racial or ethnic or ancestral background. This is actually bizarre bizarro world, because to your point that you just made, all this diversity, all this alleged equity and inclusion doesn't matter when it comes to thought Because on campus, you better be with the in-group and not be diverse at all in your thought. You better agree with us or else you're the bad guy, right?
4: Exactly. Indoctrination is the only way to graduate with a really good GPA at this point. That's sick. Yes, it absolutely is. The Leadership Institute's campus Reform actually um, did a Man on the Street video. You were talking a little bit earlier about um, athletics based on merit instead of based on race. Well... That's what students believe in. If you go ask students on college campuses, well, should she be let in because she's black or should she be let on the sports team because she has incredible athletic statistics? Every single time they say statistics because that's how we prove people. However, in the classroom, that's not what we're doing anymore. We're saying, oh, well. You know, you're a woman, so we're just going to give you some extra wiggle room. We're going to give you some extra resources. We're going to give you some extra help so that you can boost yourself in society, because there's no way that you would be able to be successful as a man if you didn't have our help.
1: Wow. It's stunning that we're indoctrinating people to this point because, again, in the real world, they're going to fail. They're going to fall on their faces if they're just handed opportunity because of how they look, what their gender is, or what their ethnic background is. They're going to succeed if people really hone in on their skills and help them to learn to be productive in school. It is not supposed to be brainwashing. It's supposed to be educating and preparing people for later life. It is Alyssa Jones. One last uh, um, uh, topic that we want to get to. She's from campusreform.org. Make sure you go there. Check out these great stories every day. University holds undocu-graduation. I'm guessing I can, I can tell you who this is for, but why don't you fill us in?
4: California State University, Northridge, has announced that they are going to be holding a segregated graduation for students who are undocumented in our nation today and not only are these students undocumented but a lot of them are receiving scholarships from the state of california they're not eligible for federal scholarships but you bet that california taxpayers are the ones funding their education california citizens now these students aren't supposed to be in our nation in the first place yet they're going to get free college and special privileges at graduation or what they think is special privileges at their graduation it's insane joe
1: well, it is insane. And I'm guessing because it's California, they're probably getting in-state tuition. If they live in California, even though they're illegally in the country, they're vying for scholarships that American citizens should be first in line to get. And they're being handed, as you said, a free education. And now they're going to have a segregated special graduation? I mean, can we hold out the golden platter a little bit more for these people? It's so strange to me.
4: Well, Joe, I'm in Virginia. Of course, I'm at Virginia Tech. But at the University of Virginia, just a few hours down the road, the administration has decided that illegal immigrants no longer have to pay the admissions fee to get into the university yeah. now joe my parents are citizens they're taxpayers i'm now a taxpayer and i have to pay for my own education and my family has to pay for my own education while people who aren't even citizens of my state or of my nation are getting their college paid for by my parents, now by myself, and other Virginia taxpayers. This is a nationwide issue, and it's not only in Virginia or California. This is now in the state of Washington. This is in Illinois. This is in New Mexico. This is becoming a trending topic to give scholarships to illegal immigrants.
1: I want to make sure I understand. You're saying that people who are illegally in the country, that live in Virginia and several other states, are getting free college admission because of their status?
4: Yep, if you are not in this country legally, you now have the privilege of having more scholarship money than I do just because I happen to be a citizen.
1: I'm telling you, it's certifiably nuts. I don't know how we got here, but we'll keep on having elections like where Yunkin won over McAuliffe because McAuliffe was dumb enough to admit that he didn't think parents should be involved in the education of their students. And as more stories like this get out, like he just told us, hopefully more people will vote the correct way, which is the America First way. Look, there's nothing wrong with being America First. There, there, there seriously isn't. And if you're here illegally, you should not get benefits that Americans don't even have that's that's startling that story to me i'm glad that you brought it up so that my viewers and my my listeners can hear it it's Alyssa jones go follow her jones a-l-y-s-s-a-n over on most of the social media sites and check out what she does on campus reform Alyssa, great job i appreciate you coming back thank you for
4: having me
1: again all right have a wonderful day we're back after this stay right here
0: this is the joe peg show
1: Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. We always appreciate the young reporters coming on from Campus Reform. Make sure you go to campusreform.org, campusreform.org, and check out the incredible stories that they bring. You're not going to believe some of it. You're going to think it's the Babylon Bee. It's not. These are real stories coming from college campuses, university campuses that you might be funding with your tax dollars, which absolutely boggles my mind. All right, let me tell you about Super Beats. As we age, we start feeling tired. Look, look, listen, I'm not 20 anymore. I, I feel it. Well, I, did, I felt it anyway, before I started taking superbeats. Superbeats is a great product. It helps you to restore your ability to make nitric oxide, which is the miracle molecule that helps you to regulate your, your blood pressure, your blood flow, your circulation. And that really does equal energy. Your circulation, blood flow really are vital when it comes to the energy that you feel to get you through your tasks of the day. If you're trying to go through the day and you're taking four and five cups, cups of coffee in the afternoon, maybe you're having an energy drink, maybe a sugary soda, maybe a candy bar, that's not going to get it done and sustain you through the rest of what you have to get done. So when I try Super beets right now, it's non-GMO beets combined with grapeseed extract to make these Super beets heart chews. I want you to get them today. Save up to 45%, plus get free shipping when you go to my website, the website they made for you because you listen to my program, joelovesbeets.com joelovesbeats.com. It's their best offer available anywhere. That's joelovesbeats.com. Up to 45% off at joelovesbeats.com. Make sure you make that happen. More stories to come, including somebody who's so pro-abortion that she would rather abort a child than have the child be adopted by white evangelicals. She says abortion is love. We'll have that story for you because she's a nutcase. Plus, can you get in trouble with your homeowners association by putting Let's Go Brandon on the back of your truck. Can they tell you that you can't have that? Let's go Brandon. Seriously, can can you? Think about it. That story's coming up as well. 8-941-Pags, JoePags.com. Stop by the website. Make sure you follow all the social media that you like. Scroll down to the bottom, click on contact or send me an email. Back after this.
0: This is the Joe Pags Show.